We're back on the KYMM Morning Show. Joining us now uh, in our studios is Rice County Attorney John Fossum. Good morning, John. Morning, Jeff. It is uh, election season now, so we're going to talk about your candidacy coming up in just a moment or so. But you're still the uh, Rice County Attorney, so I want to talk to you about some of the things that are going on. Uh, You have... uh, we talked about this a couple months ago, like earlier this summer, a uh, deflection and diversion program that uh, we were looking for grant money to uh, to, to implement. And uh, I understand now that uh, things are getting in place with that. Tell us about it. Yeah, we were approved for uh, for a grant, um, and it's being hosted by the county. So it's a, it's really a, a big joint venture, and. Um, as I told you at the time, I think uh, when we talked about this back in June, uh, Chief Sherwin from the Faribault Police, Chief Elliott from the Northfield Police, both contacted me and said, "This is what this is the program we want to try and do. Would you support this?" And I said, "Well, if you guys are supporting, absolutely, I support it." And and Sheriff Thomas has been supportive as well. And so what this is, it's a million dollar grant. It's actually nine hundred ninety nine thousand two hundred twenty two dollars, but it's a million dollar grant over over three years, and we'll start doing it in in March. But what the grant funds is uh, extra resources for community corrections to provide some supervision for people and extra funding for treatment for social services to provide resources to people to get them into a treatment program early. So it's called, it's, you said deflection and diversion, and that's really what this is. So deflection will be the opportunity for a police officer who comes into contact with someone who has a substance abuse problem. Instead of writing them a, a writing up a report, sending them to jail and arresting them, uh, they can contact social services, contact community corrections, and help these people find uh, a treatment program and get into treatment or get into a housing program pending treatment. And for then there will be the diversion part is where my office gets involved, where there is a second opportunity for us to look at those cases for, again, these low-level drug offenses, usually the, you know, the, the possession of a small amount of something. And we give them the opportunity then to sign up for our pre-charge diversion. So we don't charge them with a crime. They don't get a they don't get a criminal record. They get an opportunity to go to treatment and to avoid that chunk of the the system and really get off that get out of that lifestyle if that's what they want to do. So it's a huge change in the way that we're going to deal with people uh, facing charges and uh, small you know possession charges. Mm-hmm. So this uh, let me see if I have this right. First of all, it would have to be they would have to voluntarily take this. You would offer it to them. They would have to accept this. Uh, would they be if they didn't accept it? Would they then be charged? Right. So it's a, it's an opportunity then. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on what the what the facts are, the mm-hmm. police could if the if the person is not willing to go to deflection, the police could decide whether or not to, to send the case over mm-hmm. for charges if when the case comes to us and we've looked at it for charges and we've decided that they're appropriate for the pre-charge diversion, if they decide that they're not interested in that, then we would decide whether or not, you know, we would pr- probably proceed with charges at that point. So it is voluntary. It is an opportunity. We can't force people into treatment if that's, if they don't want to do it. And um, we'll have to decide 
based on the quality of the case, whether or not prosecution follows. Well, it's an interesting concept. I, I like that. I will find out a little bit more about that, uh, though. You'd mentioned a million dollars, a lot of money, for what, three years, did you say? Correct. Uh, where does that money go to? You'll have expenses. Are you hiring additional personnel? Uh, does it go to the, the county, the social services, who are going to be uh, helping them through some type of treatment program? or Right. So it will go through, a lot of it goes through social services. They'll be hiring additional staff to help um, supervise these treatment programs. Community corrections will have people to supervise our this pre-charge diversion program. So we need to make sure, you know, we need to have follow-through. We can't just say, hey, go off to treatment and we're not charging you with a crime. It's going to have to be you, you, you complete some you know, you agree to do something, you agree to treatment, you agree to accomplish some, some goals, and if you do all that, then you don't get charged with a crime. Uh, John Vossum is with us. We're talking about a, a deflection and diversion program that Rice County has recently implemented. Uh, you applied for the grant and you got it. Were there a lot of applications? Is this a pilot program? Is this something that has been tested before? And how many, do you know, are there a lot of jurisdictions, whether they be county or otherwise, that are doing this? There's a, it was a highly competitive grant, and uh, the Healthy Community Initiative, uh, Ashley Anderson from HCI actually uh, helped out in, in writing the grant. Uh, Ashley did a tremendous job in synthesizing all the information from the police, from uh, community corrections, from social services, from my office, pulling together a really complex grant application with uh, in a really short time frame because the time frames on these things are always very short. And uh, there were 25 of these grants awarded nationwide. So it was, it was a highly competitive grant, um, and all the people involved did a, did, just did a tremendous job, the social services, community corrections, and uh, the, the police and, and uh, healthy community initiative were really uh, helped make this happen. And the the program will actually not start until March. We've got uh, about we've got until March to to pull together our our policies and put everything in place so that we can start making this happen. But it will fund some extra positions in, in social services and community corrections, uh, fund some uh, interpreters as well, and uh, then fund the the treatment and other programming that, that people need. Hmm. All right. Uh, and does the clock start then in uh, March? Right. Uh, so the, the three years will begin there and not now. Okay. Right. So All right. The, that's our official start date. Right. Anything else you'd like to mention about that? Uh, just, uh, again, I think this is a tremendous program and it is a big sea change. And, and it was, uh, as I said, supported by law enforcement and, and uh, brought to us by law enforcement. I really congratulate the the leadership of, of Chief Elliott and Chief Sherwin and Faribault for uh, bringing this forward because it really is a, a great idea. As we had mentioned before, it is election season, uh, and we uh, will give, uh, you're being opposed this year in the election. We will give your opponent time, so we'll give you time to talk about your candidacy. Let's start off. You've been uh, in the job, is it four years now? Eight, eight years. Eight years. Wow. wow. Boy, that I didn't real time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's talk about those eight years and what you've done and the accomplishments that you have uh, that you would be proud of. Sure. Well, you know, when I came in eight years ago, the office had a reputation for uh, not doing that well with prosecution, and we 
you know, I think a big reason I was elected was to kind of turn that around. And we did. We have been far more effective in, in prosecution. We charge cases that, and we follow them through. And so that's one of the big changes that we've made. We do hold violent offenders accountable. Uh, we've had charged uh, people. There was a, a case that you and I talked about a couple of years ago where um, we had a, a guy who was bringing drugs in from Chicago. And he had a 20-year history of criminal conduct where he'd go to prison for a year, get out, uh, go to prison for a year, get out, go to prison for a year. And after 13 felonies, he'd come to Rice County, and we used the career offender penalty to send him away for 26 years. And so we do hold violent offenders accountable. Uh, We prosecute cases seriously and carefully. And and making sure that we're, we're doing our job. But we also um, cut people a break. In the, in the eight years that I've been in office, we have expanded eligibility to our veterans treatment court, or to our, I'm sorry, to our treatment court. We've expanded those eligibility requirements, reduced the number of things that exclude people from treatment court, and tried to work harder. At this point, our treatment court is full. We have as many people in the system in that court as we can have and and get the cases done in the time that we have available. I was also part of the the group that set up the Veterans Treatment Court, which is a district-wide court. All the 11 counties in the 3rd Judicial District are participating and helping veterans who've become involved in the justice system get the resources, the treatment, the, the care they need from the Veterans Administration, and again, help keep them out of prison. And as long as they can be functional, outside of prison and uh, get that supervision and the support they need from the veterans court. Uh, in, in the uh, seven years that I've been county attorney, I've finished under budget over $600,000 returning that money to the treasury. So we've been fiscally responsible. We've been looking for um, opportunities to stuff this diversion and deflection program is a great opportunity to help people but, you know, we prosecute people when that's appropriate, and we give people a break when that's appropriate. And that's the kind of thing that we've been trying to do um, in, in the time that I've been doing it, and that's what I want to keep doing as we move forward. John Fossum, once again, is with us. We're talking about him as a candidate now for Rice County Attorney. Uh, let's talk about what you'd like to see uh, in the future. Uh, if you're elected, it would be another four-year term. And uh, you would be uh, uh, going through 20, I guess that would be 2026, that election to, to the January of 2027. What direction would you like to see the uh, Rice County Attorney's Office go in those four years? Well, I think we want to keep building on the work that, that we've done over the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've um, made some, you know, we've built a, a, a strong office. We have uh, a lot of good uh, work going on in terms of, again, keeping the community safe. Um, I know some people talk about uh, crime going up. Uh, I looked at the statistics for Rice County that crime in Rice County has been relatively flat over the last five years. And that, uh, in fact, person crimes are down and were down in 2021 from uh, where they were in 2017. So, uh, I think we've done a good job. We've been effective, uh, and we are not seeing increasing crime in Rice County the way uh, people say that crime is running rampant uh, elsewhere. That's not what we're seeing here. 
Do you foresee any particular challenges uh, in the next four years uh, to the office or to uh, law enforcement and, uh, I guess, jurisdiction as well, jurisprudence? Well, I think we've seen a lot of challenges over the last three years. The pandemic uh, put a big strain on everybody. Um, And just having the whole system kind of shut down for uh, several months and now it's we had uh, more than a year where we didn't have any jury trials, where we couldn't move cases along. Now that uh, things have opened up and we're starting to move things along, um, we just need to keep working with that progress. We need to get back to having uh, those regular jury trials, and, and we've started doing that this year. And as we do that, we can we can clear up the, the backlog of cases that, that are there we can deal with the, that caseload and um, just make sure that we're doing good work, that we are continuing to be serious about our cases and uh, dealing with the cases that come before us and making sure that we are prosecuting cases that, that we can prove and not cases that we can't. Uh, John Fossum, is there anything else you would like to mention about your candidacy, about your time as uh, the Rice County attorney, or uh, why people should vote for you? Well, as you and I have talked about, Jeff, I mean, this is my 29th year of practicing law. I've got a lot of background and experience. I spent uh, uh, 20 years in private practice. I spent a year in Afghanistan training police and prosecutors or nine months in Afghanistan training police and prosecutors. And so I have a wide variety of experience. I've done civil law, I've done criminal law, and I've done a lot of things that that really prepare me for this job. I've argued cases at the at the Minnesota Court of Appeals, I've argued cases at the Minnesota Supreme Court, and I've argued cases at the Federal Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. And so I have a, a background. Uh, I've tried cases in state court and federal court. I've, I've been doing this job for, for eight years. And um, I, I'm asking people to let me keep doing it for at least four more. All right. John, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I appreciate it. And we'll uh, see you next month. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Rice County Attorney John Fossum. 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.